2: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: It's the only way City knows how to play. Oh,
0: that's completely given away. And it's an equalizer. And a word. Chaos. Oh, it's oh. a give away to
1: class! who the Down City SC on the opening drive in our weekly segment, we like to call "Controlled Chaos."
0: Brought to you by Keystone Event Staffing. Better people mean better events.
2: These guys, Klaus, it has a winning mentality. He just energizes the whole group when he comes on the field.
0: Crossage in the air, Klaus header! Oh, oh baby!
2: You get to see, you know, when Jobs is in the groove, he's, he's almost unplayable. You know, he's really, he, he's so silky and smooth and... uh
1: one back towards Blom, hit the penalty right up. now. Six, six, yeah! Six, 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 six. Oh, yeah!
0: Oh, baby! Chappell makes it 2-1 So,
2: yeah, we, we really displayed a good level of maturity and quality in that second half.
1: That is the head coach of St. Louis City SC, Bradley Carnell. As City's excellence continues, you heard Klaus scoring the equalizer and Blom scoring what stood up as the winner in St. Louis City's 2-1 win over Minnesota United the other night on Saturday night. And Bradley Carnell joins us now on the opening drive on 101 ESPN. Coach, good morning. How are you?
2: Yeah, good morning. Very good. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me again.
1: Well, we always enjoy having you, and that was a busy week last week. You go Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, and your team came away with just a magnificent week. You must be really happy with the body of work over the last week or so.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think we have to go back through the body of work throughout the season, and, and even the body of work, of when when times get tough and, and the results not going our way, um, but still trying to find a way to to build and be one step better than the week before. And I think, uh, you know, for me, it goes back a few weeks ago. You know, the Orlando game for me, uh, we go down on that game. But unfortunately, you know, that reward uh, that doesn't get rewarded. Um, and But the boys did really well. And we had a tougher, uh, you know, away stretch. We had two home games and four away games in that stretch. And then three back-to-back away games. Um, and then we get to result in two of those games. So really, really good stuff. And and I think it's just building building process and building blocks and getting to a step where we kind of got to last, uh, in the last game against Minnesota, where we are able to believe in everyone. We are able to get a performance. We are able to get results. And... Um, and again, it's just the reward for the hard work that these guys put in.
0: Well, and as you were touching on there, Coach, it really was just a full team effort. And it has been such a daunting stretch for you guys. And I love this past weekend and the victory, the way that you were able to utilize so many guys to get that final resort. You, result. You had eight starters rotating in and out of the game. Was that more of just kind of a game plan approach, fatigue? Or how? what was the idea and approach of rotating those players in and out? I think you're the only one who liked it.
2: (laughs) Before the the game, we got a lot of flack for that one. And uh, just, you know, I look at it, you know, a lot more holistically. And and, uh, it's very easy to say at face value, we changed eight guys and and to go into all of that. But uh, if you went into each player's profile and you would see a Jake Nowinski has racked up 1,900 minutes throughout the season. Um, You know, uh, a lot of those starters, I think, accumulatively without Roman Berkey, they had over 15,000 minutes of playing time together, right? So, um, yeah, people don't really get to see that. All they see is eight name changes from the game before. But, you know, we've we've interchanged and and we've kind of had this hybrid system where we can plug in and play different players and different profiles and different positions. So, you know, credit to these guys. They stuck it out. Uh, you know, we got through to halftime exactly just like the game plan. Um, you know, we could have gone up with Celio Pompeu there, one versus one with the goalkeeper, and it makes a good, a good save. Um, but again the ability to bounce back and this is what i've loved most about this team the ability to bounce back whether it's been in in form results or moments during games um we've always found a way uh to to kind of bounce back and you know we've never been steamrolled uh, you know my feeling anyways uh, we haven't really been steamrolled you know so uh credit to these guys and then when you have the luxury of of bringing in some key guys who've come back from injury like klaus uh, or eddie leuven or you know get guys on the field that are
0: gelling and clicking together uh, at a really high level, then it just makes, uh, you know, it, it makes my job look easy. Well, and what I was saying with that is I know that some people might have liked it, Night, I have liked it, but still getting that result in the end, I think, says a lot about how you're building the system and how so many guys are able to buy in. And so seeing that on display, I thought was fantastic for you guys.
2: Yeah, thank you. And that's what we've believed in from day one, right? So we've believed in the team approach, the team first mentality, and then the collective buy-in. And uh, I think that was on full display the other night.
1: Coach, you all are cl- uh, clinched a spot in the playoffs for this season. You all are trying to clinch the number one overall seed in the Western Conference. Is that something that you talk to the team about? Do you all
2: have conversations about what that could potentially mean? Yeah, we've never really chased uh, history looking too far ahead of ourselves. We've always looked uh, short term, right? So the next game, the next three points, the next play in the game. So, you know, now that there's only four more games or three more games, you know, we kind of told the boys now, you know, we check these boxes, we've got the playoffs. Now the next box to check is home playoff match, right? So uh which means a top four finish. So once we check that box, um we've just equaled or, or you know, um 16 wins in a season for an expansion team, you know? So uh, now that's, we have three games to set that record our own, right? So, which, you know, that's that's an incredible feat to the way with this team was forecast and projected to finish and to, to break those records and to accumulate all those accolades throughout the season. This is going to be one hell of a season regardless how we look at it, um, but just thinking that we can set records and, and be the sole owners of a, of a lot of these things that, yeah, teams who've, who've tried it many times before have not have not succeeded. So, you know, I think this is a, a moment to cherish. But uh, we're not stopping anytime soon.
1: Bradley Carnell, head coach of St. Louis City SC, with us on 101 ESPN, Sporting KC here at City Park next week. How have your players uh, taken to the rivalry? Obviously, the fans have bought into the the rivalry with Kansas City, but how have your players taken to the rivalry with KC?
2: Yeah, I mean. For sure, we we try and you know, for sure we want that rivalry to grow. For sure, we want that rivalry to be edgy. For sure, and I think the way the last game went uh, in in Sporting KC down in Kansas, I think that's that's starting to show signs of you know. I think uh, both teams were at uh, different moments in form in the first game. So I mean, the first game, you know, there was if you're based on performance, there was no rivalry, right? So and then the second game, a really tight game, could have gone either way. Um, they win the game, you know, but uh, I thought we gave as good as we got and, and we able to at least tie the game. We don't have a result or a decision go our way. So there were many moments in that game where we lost momentum through no fault of our own. So that felt like an edgy game. That felt like there was tension in the air and that felt like a rivalry game. Um, but Something like this has to establish over time. Right. So and the more reps we get against Sporting KC, the more that rivalry can grow. So, you know, we have we host them back at City Park and we know that's a different
0: animal. It was really exciting to see Blom this past weekend offensively and defensively. I thought it was a great performance from him. And we talk a lot about chaos here. But how important is a player like Blom to bring in a sense of calm to the lineup?
2: Well, he, he brings a sense of calm, but he brings a sense of chaos to you. If you see the way he jumps on and pounces cat like on balls, you know, like he just jumps and forward defends and, and intercepts plays, all right? So, um, and, and that's why I, you know, use the, the cat analogy, like just jumping and playing around with a, a ball of wool or a ball of fur, right? So that's like jobs he's just on the pounds and um and then on the ball him and edu lovin have a unique plus indy vasilev i would say um have a unique ability between lines under pressure central to get balls in tight spaces to turn and play forwards right so and that's what we request of our of of our sixes right Uh, holding midfielders but then the ability to now squeeze the game to the ability to connect your front line once the ball bypasses you um, and that's how he gets his chance, top of the box, um, which is amazing. He had a good shot in the first half that gets blocked, goes out for a corner kick. I think that one could have broken the net as well. Um, but then the ability to turn on his left, go on, on his right, and then have the moment of pause and composure to to find the upper ninety. Um, and it just shows, you know, even even the fans in South Africa are saying we've never seen this from Jubs. So it just shows like Jubs has grown in eight nine months that he's been here. Um, and, and we, we hold jobs in, in high regard around here. So we're enjoying every single day with him. He's growing uh, to become a young, fine man um, and, and a true teammate as well. So, you know, uh, we're still early in his development here. Finally,
1: Bradley Carnell, you mentioned all the minutes that so many of your players have played, and you do uh, get them a little bit of rest during games. But with only three games left in the season, how, if at all, have you changed training as you get ready? Are you keeping guys off their feet a little bit more in training as well?
2: Oh, no! It just depends on uh, the environment and the work game, uh, the workload. So if we go Sunday or Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, obviously the loads are really low, and we're just trying to get. Uh Similar levels to the players who have not played or featured. Um, so then we'll have sometimes ten guys on the training field, the other guys doing regen. So it's a lot of split group sessions and and guys getting different peaking at different times or getting different loads to other players. Um, and then later on in the week, we're kind of getting level and then get them ready for match day. So um, it's a, it's a lot of time management, and a lot of uh, man management, and it's a lot of group management. So you know, uh, I think we have an incredible staff here who do a good job, and um, you know, we have a full trust in in what we're doing here, and uh, that, that stood us good through the whole season. And, uh, yeah, we have one more tricky stretch now where, uh, you know, we go um, home and then we go away Wednesday to Vancouver. So that's the, that's the tricky one as well. So we'll have to see how we mitigate that. But there should be no worries about putting two good, strong groups around you, if not the same group, come Wednesday.
1: Thank you, sir. We always appreciate your time. Great to have you with us. Congratulations on the win over Minnesota, and have a great week. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me over. You bet. Take care. That's Bradley Carnell, head coach of St. Louis City SC. He is great, and obviously he's done just a fantastic job. There's no reason to stop. This team is so confident right now, and they're, they're really playing great. There's no reason to, to change anything.
0: No, no. Just and keep trying to win. Yeah, exactly. And I think that, you know, what he was touching on earlier with, you know, being able to rotate some of those guys in and out, I know that some fans are not happy to see that, but playing three games in a stretch of eight days, I think coming away with a victory in that and that you were able to rotate eight players in and out, I think says a lot about how this system is something that a lot of the players are buying into and it's working for and them. And it's
1: even more grueling, Brooke, if you play three matches. There you go. Exactly. I, I oh, think, man, the matches. I think the yeah. thing that has helped them is the injuries. I mean, you Get injuries during the season where guys have to step up and play yes. and now all of those guys are oh. back healthy mm-hmm. it just made your team stronger because you're the old saying "You're only strong is your weakest link you have guys that have had opportunities to play when when um, Klaus was out and, and guys were down injured so you have those guys that are prepared and, yep. and now everyone is, is playing at their best and Klaus will be in mid season form when the playoffs start and hopefully we'll keep uh, St. Louis City SC at, atop the table